storm on the horizon. And if your soul is not anchored in Jesus, you will surely drift away. And we're giving honor to God this morning and to uh, my sister, God bless you, uh, Melinda, Elder Garachin, amen, and to the host of saints, amen, it's an honor as always to share the gospel, you know, uh, to share the gospel with anybody because everybody is accountable, everyone must stand before the Lord, and so, uh, you know, I was out, uh, me and LG was, was out, running around doing our thing and we came across some brothers that was our witness and I got jealous. <laughs> I, I was like, they messed mess with me. Because <laughs> they were out witnessing and I love to be a witness for the Lord. You know, it's so important because everybody was called to be a witness, not just auxiliary. You know, we got evangelistic team. No, it's, everyone was called to be a witness right. for the Lord and that is responsibility ministers that's responsibility amen the greatest ministry that you will ever is to be outside reaching out to others amen, amen. it's about the souls and, and so you know as I stand here this morning not going to be long before you but it is something that has driven has been in my spirit that I've been dealing with and that, you know, uh, Elder Millinder reached out to me and, and was asking me about coming. I'm telling you, the enemy fought and he fought. So I haven't had much sleep then on the way to service this morning to have service at Cornerstone. Uh, the um, was overwhelmed and bombarded, you know, with uh, spiritual warfare. We are. You need to understand, we are in a spiritual warfare. This is a war of the anointed. And so uh, we're fighting. We're anointed beings and we're fighting against other anointed beings. And so with that being said, we're going to go into the word of God. And I have a question for you, but I want to read the scripture first. It says, uh, this second epistle, beloved, I write unto you in both which to stir up your pure mind by way of remembrance that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, those things that have been already exhorted, things that you have already read, what has been ministered to you since your lifetime, and of the commandment of us, the apostles, the Lord, and our Savior, knowing this, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust. And so we live in a day where there are scoffers uh, outside the church, inside the walls, there are scoffers that are names on the on the road, you know, and there are people that are walking after their own lust. This is a sign. This is a sign of where we are. Now, my question is: Are you ready? Are you ready for a neural link? Are you ready for your neural link? Mm -hmm. Because the the U.S. Uh, uh, our FDA has already approved for you to receive a Neuralink. So while we're, people are caught up in the permissive, we'll touch on that, the Lord say the same, but while people are caught up in that permissive state, the Neuralink is being ushered in right up under your noses. Jesus. The uh, Sweden 
and already, and some of you may already know this, and God bless you if you do share it with someone else. But in Sweden, they already have a, a chip in their hand where they don't carry credit cards and cash and all of that sort of thing. When I was in Hong Kong in, in December, they, were, they weren't carrying cash. They were using cards and different things. And so we're, we're not behind the times. It's just that we are not paying attention to the times. Jesus, Jesus. The Bible tells us over in Revelation, the 13th chapter, about the 16th, 17th verse, it says, and he calls all both small and great, rich and poor, free bound to receive a mark in their hand and in their foreheads that no man might buy or sell save he that hath the mark, nor the name of the beast or the number of his name. And so this is where we are. Again, are you ready to receive the neural link? You know, and so uh, my question for because there are some that are waiting. There are some people that are waiting. Actually, there are people that are looking forward to being in the tribulation period. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah they're, listen to their statements. I'm going to sacrifice myself as a mortar after the rapture. It, you, you see what I'm saying? And, and so there are people that are waiting and saying that they're going to give themselves over unto the Lord then. But if the goodness of God that leads us to repentance is no longer in the earth, how are you going to repent? It is impossible. And there's no God, that there's no goodness of God to lead you to repentance. Right, right. And logically speaking, why would you wait and to be a mortar when you can offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord today, right. instead of being forced to receive a mandatory implant, and you're going to be forced to receive it. There are ways of forcing you to do it. Now, we've been at, at Cornerstone, we've been in the Word of God, and We've been talking about being rapture ready. Uh, we, I was pressed to go into this area and, you know, uh, uh, speaking about this and the Lord is blessed. And there are many that want to know about being rapture ready. The Lord is blessed. We've, we've touched four different continents, over 600 listeners, and just talking about being rapture ready. You know, and during this time that we have been at stay at home, I want you to understand, staying at home, to stay at home is not something new. It has happened, captivity has happened before. And during a time of captivity, uh, they could not go to church. They had to worship from where they were if it was in their spirit. Now remember, they were in captivity because of what they did not do or because of what they were doing. That's what brought the captivity on. It wasn't what the Ammonites was doing. It wasn't what Tyrus was doing. It wasn't what the Philistines was doing, the Edomites. It wasn't what anyone else was doing. It was what the people of God was not doing or doing. And so that brought about the captivity. And so Solomon prayed and said, Lord, if your people are taken into captivity because of the hardness of their heart, now I'm paraphrasing that, because of what they uh, are doing, and if they should repent and become godly sorrow and turn to the temple, that they're in captivity, so they have their Babylon, and it's just in the and they turn to where the temple exists, 
and begin to pray and repent of their sins, hear them. Hear them. And so that's where we are today. We're in a state of captivity. And, um, you know, there used to be the, the wars where they would commit genocide and different things. Now we have chemical genocide. And so we're experiencing dealing with that, which all of this has been spoken about in the Word of God. And so in talking about being rapture ready, uh, you need to understand, and I, I need to, and I can't stop driving this point home, is that you must be ready in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. You, you don't have time to put your shoes on. You won't have time to slip your pants back on, put your shirt on. You know, you ain't gonna have time to roll out of bed and wash up or do anything like that, folks. Matter of fact, by the time you, uh, a person fall on their knees and then ask forgiveness because they have realized what is happening or what has, what has happened, because it's gonna be after the fact. What has happened, and it's too late at that moment. We can miss a plane, we can miss the train, we can miss a bus, we can miss out on a lot of things. But don't miss out on the rapture. Bless your Lord. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye. Well, somebody said, well, they've been saying that for a long time. And they have, because God has pronounced. Now, God, listen, the, the, oh. The message of the rapture has been on since the beginning of time. The Bible says that, first of all, uh, men did wiggly, then God, uh, they, they stopped calling upon the name of the Lord, then the great-grandson began to call upon the Lord, and then men began to seek after him, and then Enoch, the Bible said Enoch walked with God, and was not because God took him. They were having a fabulous relationship. They were having a relationship. Now, the Bible don't get into any of the areas of what uh, what Enoch's life was like before, but it, it, it didn't matter. All right. What our life was like before don't matter. What matters is what the relationship with God is right now. Amen. When he comes and say, let's go. Then that's what matters. That's when the real, what happens. Bless the Lord. And so Enoch, Jews said Enoch prophesied. And said, the Lord is coming back with ten thousands of his saints. Now, I'm still scratching my hand and said, Jude, where did you get that from? And, you know, I'm still looking to see where he picked up that message from. And so, but it is there. And so, we have to be ready. Now, in order to be ready, listen, 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 church. Listen, listen, saints. Listen, church members, those who name on the road, listen. You can be righteous. And not be saved. That's right. That's right. You can be righteous. So let's look at Galatians, the third chapter, the, the first through the fifth verse. It says, O foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ has evidently set forth, crucified among you, this only what I learn of you, receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are ye so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are now made perfect by the flesh? Have ye suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? He that therefore ministereth to you the Spirit and worketh miracles among you, doeth he it by the works of the law? or by the hearing of faith. 
even as Abraham believed God and it was it was counted to him for righteousness. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, in the 23 to 27 verse says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my saying, let them not depart from thy eyes. Let them in, thy, in the midst of thy heart. You need to govern this in your heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all that, to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence. That's what I want. Keep your heart with all diligence. Let me say it again. Keep your heart with all diligence. For those that may have, have, have sneezed or something and didn't get, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life then he goes to say put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips put far from thee let thy eye look on right let thy eyelids look straight before thee ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established turn not to the right hand or to the left remove thy foot from evil now, the purpose of this epistle then has the same purpose today as it did around 56 AD, and that was to correct the wrong that was being presented. Paul, an apostle. Now, Paul said, I'm, a, I'm an apostle, not of men, neither by men, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And in other words, it doesn't matter who ordained him. It don't matter where I receive license for. It doesn't matter uh, as long as it is not of men. And matter, you got to watch out. People are caught up into what well, so and so ordained me, or I'm with this person, or I'm with that. Listen, you better be with Jesus Christ. That's where you need to be. At. And all the brethren which are with me supported unto the church of Galatia. Grace be unto you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Who gave himself. Now, uh, why, uh, Paul, you're reminding the people that God gave himself for them. Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world. According to the will of God and our Father to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And then he goes on to say that I'm marvel, I'm puzzled, I'm scratching my head, I'm trying to figure this out. That you are so soon moved from the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which there is no other gospel, which is uh, which there is no other uh, that some would trouble and pervert the gospel. There are some that pervert the gospel. Uh, they they take the gospel, they twist it. They take the gospel and they use it for their own purpose, their own good. It's a money maker. They use right. the gospel to manipulate right. people. They use the gospel. To exalt themselves, you know, pervert means that it, it was been altered. Yeah. You know, and the word of God is not to be altered. That's right, right. There's a problem when you alter the word of God. That's right. uh, maybe somebody didn't tell them that if you alter the word of God, that uh, that it, whatever you subtract from it is going to be subtracted from you, and whatever you add to it is going to be added to you. And, and so you don't want to alter the word of God. Uh, no matter if you don't understand it, just say, I don't understand it, but don't you change it. Right. Amen. Don't put your hand on it. Don't touch it. And yeah, bless the Lord God. Uh, there, was, there was a king trying to reach out and touch one of the prophets, and his hand withered up. Amen. And it took the prophet to pray for him for his hand to be restored. And so you don't want to touch the word of God. You don't want to touch the man or woman of God. We're talking about being righteous. 
amen, but not saved. And so when we look at the word of God, we don't want to corrupt it. We don't want to distort uh, what it is intended to be. Amen. Lucifer distorted the gospel. And he caused a third of the angels to fall with him. The Pharisees and others practiced notoriously to alter the message of salvation. The message of grace. The message of this life. You know, we don't talk enough about this life. But uh, the Bible tells us that uh, when they were arrested and when they was released, when they was delivered, the Lord told them to go and talk about this life. Uh, is there enough in you? I believe there's enough in you to talk about this life. And that's what the, we should be talking about, this life. Uh, the deacons were talking about this life. That's why we got stuff in stone. Amen. Uh, Philip was talking about, Deacon Philip was talking about this life. And the eunuch uh, got baptized for the remission of sin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then something miraculously happened. And, you know, when I look at the word of God and I'm, I'm reading through it, and I've experienced it, but now it, it seems a lot more clear that, that when we talk about being a peculiar people, it means that things just happen. Amen. And it's not a strange thing that happened. Uh, the Bible said that Deacon Philip was caught up out of the water. He had just finished baptizing someone and then was caught up out of their midst. The man didn't see him anymore. And the, the unit that had just been baptized didn't look and say and gets afraid. He didn't claim that Martians came down. He didn't claim that something was happening, but he's understood that it was God, that he would just have an encounter with God. Uh, and that's what it's supposed to be about. The Bible tells us that, that we're to be a witness and we're out ministering to others so that they can have an encounter with God, so that they would know the kingdom of God is present. Bless the Lord Jesus. They distorted the gospel. They distorted the message. The message about this life, which is the life that all believers should be tasted. All believers, we should all be talking about the same thing. The Pharisees perverted. They prevented a perverted judgment and by considering their own desires and ahead of others to the point that they were taking the home of widows. They were taken from the poor instead of giving back. They were doing things, and my organization, son, listen, they were doing things that they should not have been doing. Mercy never entered into their mind, even for themselves. For they felt, they didn't feel that they had a need for it. They felt that they were righteous already. They felt because of their garment, because of their attire, you know, because of the, the recognition that others gave them that they were all right. Because they crossed their T's and dotted their I's, you know, they were okay. They did those things, but however, they were righteous, but not saved. As Christ noticed, they would stand in the temple proclaiming their righteousness to God and to men. Uh, while demanding or demeaning the others. Uh, you know, we, we heard the message and we've seen read the scripture about uh, suffering from comparisonitis and comparing ourselves to someone. I should never compare myself with my sister. I should never compare myself with my brother. I should never compare myself with anybody and, and say that I'm better than them. Oh, no, right. <laughs> ah, 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 bless you, Lord God. Uh, that's not something that we don't, we don't do that. We don't do that. If you don't compare yourself to anybody, the Bible says that we all come into the statue and the measure of the man Christ Jesus. That's the only ruler to be measured by. That's the only tool to be measured by is Jesus Christ. Bless the Lord God. 
we can be righteous and not saved. Uh, it's your salvation based on human efforts. Uh, if you think your performance or orientation uh, is stuck, oh, bless your Lord God. In Christianity, instead of sainthood, you're missing it. I don't understand that. I'm still trying to figure that out. I mean, maybe one day someone can help me, uh, but I'm still trying to figure out how we embrace calling ourselves Christians instead of what God has called us, and that is saints. I'm trying to figure that one out. Wait, no, don't mean the same thing. Bless your Lord God. And if you want to go there and say, well, it is the same thing, let me ask you this. Where's your miracle at? Let me ask you this. Where's your word of prophecy at? Let me ask you, because those were the criteria that they looked at the others and called them Christians as being Christ-like. And so we don't want to, oh, bless your Lord God. Listen. <sighs> same good. And so I do good work, and so I'm expected by accepted by God. Haven't you heard that you can be righteous and not saved? Yes. Individuals and organ uh, organized traditions. If you're going to be part of us, you, you need to. Uh, uh, you got to get used to uh, to the rules and regulations, and and so. But listen, you know, you need to know, and we all have to embrace that Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes. We can obey the laws of uh, the, the organizational laws and we can obey the laws of men but what about what God's word is saying? You know, we take God's word and say, well, it really don't mean that I don't have to exist there. Oh, bless you, Lord. And you're not going to exist in glory either. Listen, but yeah, is that serious? Is that serious? Uh-huh. Uh, didn't anyone tell you that you can follow all the rules? You can cross those teams. You can uh, you can be righteous in those rules and regulations and all that. You can serve on auxiliaries for years and not be saved. Listen, I've got to leave that alone for a moment. But uh, you need to understand that many are comfortable right now in the in the permissive. They're comfortable in the permissive will of God. And see, you got to understand that permissive just means that I can act and do anything that I want to do. Uh huh. Yes, it does. Uh, see, they confuse permissive as being that I'm blessed and I'm accepted of God. But you got to understand, permissive don't mean that. Permissive means that you have liberal behavior, and God allows it. Listen, the Bible says that I cause the rain to come down upon the good and the bad. I cause others to be blessed, and I cause them. Listen, it comes for everybody. Don't you know that we're the church of God is not the only ones experiencing. Sunshine and day. Don't you know that the church of God is not the only ones? And oh, bless your Lord God. But Lord of God, yes. Okay, listen. Uh, there are others. You say, well, I'm anointed. The devil is anointed. And so you need to understand that. That when you meet somebody that's practicing witchcraft, that uh, gives them callings without repentance, and they practice the tarot cards, they have been anointed for that purpose. However, it is not the will of God. Bless your name, Jesus. You got to understand. You got to understand. Because, because, see, we are stuck in, in walking in the permissive instead of moving. It's time we got to move from the permissive and into the divine. If you're going to be rapture ready, you have to move out of what is permissive and move into the divine will of God. Because only those that are in the divine is going to be saved. Bless your name, Jesus. So when you're stuck in a permissive, I'm off. Well, I guess I'm not off. But listen, 
When you're in the permissive side, then all you're doing is feeding the flesh. All you're doing is what I want to do. Listen, somebody said, do you, boo-boo? Listen, boo-boo, it's time to stop doing you. Bless the Lord God. You got to line up with the word of God. You got to move in from the permissive and into the divine. Oh, bless the Lord God. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, God wants to use his people even in this time. Because when, when they were in captivity, yeah, when they were in captivity, there was a remnant that was yet among them that was crying out for the divine will of God to occur. And what happened during the divine, when they was crying out for the Lord, uh, bless your Lord God. Y'all masked up? Okay, listen. The divine will of God was that the secretary marked the recipient. Uh, so when the angels came and they were born through the land, the Lord told the, told the angel to go and put a mark on her yeah. so that she would not be touched by anything yeah. that occurred. Bless your name, Jesus. In order to be rapture ready, uh, yes, Lord. In order to be rapture ready, you have to have your, your passport stamped. Oh, bless your Lord God. You have to be sealed by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. In order to be rapture ready, you have to be walking into the vine in order to hear the secret call of God. Because everybody, oh, bless your Lord God. Uh, only those that are in the vine are able to get the secret that God says. So you gotta walk in the divine. The Bible said that Moses, Moses was talking to the Lord. He said, Lord, now my name, and I'm paraphrasing this, my name is in the book of life. Mm, thank you, Lord. My name is in the book of life. My time is almost up. My name is in the book of life. Daniel saw his name in the book of life. Malachi talked about. The book of life. That a book of remembrance was written. Now I need you to get this. I need you to understand this here. I need you to meditate on this. And you can look this up for yourself. But the Bible tells us in Galatians 6 and 6. It says that to have good communication with those that teach well. Huh, bless your Lord. In other words, I need you to understand this church. I need you to understand this sanction. That it's important that you are in great communication with your pastor. It's important that you maintain a, a communication with them. Hmm. Because, yes, you may have faith that your name is written in the book of life. But guess who's going to sign off on it? That marinade for a moment. Guess who's going to sign off on it? When Officer Irvin made her departure, Officer Irvin also took an account of each one of us with her. Therefore, when she stood before the Lord, she was able to say, Lord, yes, this person, Lord, yes, they did. Lord, they were doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, Lord, I saw them repent. I saw them working. Uh-huh. Yeah. Give and giving an account for some with joy. And I don't know about the others, but listen. Bless the Lord God. It's important because more because they talked about the book of life. And, and, I, and as I was reading, I'm like, oh my God. Bless you. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, listen. Yeah. What do you say, Pastor? I'm saying 
that your leader, yes, the pastor, has information about those that are written in the book of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So therefore, you want to you want to make sure that you're walking in the divine because see, the divine is where the ministers have to dwell. Uh, go back and read Malachi. Malachi said that they sat at the, at the foot of the Lord, receiving from his lips. And so when we're in the presence of God and we're receiving of the Lord, there's information that is being transmitted that is being given, not just the morning message, not just the Tuesday Bible class, not just any of the sermons that we may attend, but there is a message, there is something that is being communicated from God to leader about the flock. Bless your name, Jesus. And so you want to uh, you want to stay in communication with the leader. It's imperative. I can't stress it enough right now. I can't stress it enough because too many are trying to avoid trying to avoid leadership. Too many are running from pastors. Too many are running from from the ministers. Too many are hiding because they are not. They are functioning in the in the permissive instead of the divine. My God, you can be right. You can be righteous. But not saved. We can do everything right. And what we can be prospering. And, and listen, 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 listen. Thank you, Lord. Daniel was in captivity. Don't you know that Daniel was a multimillionaire during that time? Uh-huh. Daniel wasn't struggling with, with everyone else that was struggling. Daniel was well off. Uh-huh. When they was down in Egypt, Joseph wasn't struggling with everybody else. Bless your name. Bless your name, Jesus. Everybody's not struggling during this time. Oh my God. Some of us have, 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 have realized we cutting ourselves. <laughs>
But I just want you to know, man, that that car is not the ultimate blessing. Your sins being remitted is the ultimate, it is the greatest blessing that anyone will ever have. Sins remitted. Walking in God's divine will is what you want. Well, you didn't like it, you got off the phone. That's all right. That's all right. Listen. You need to understand. You need to understand. I'm telling you. Because, yes, the Lord said, and I believe it was third John, John said, I would that you would prosper. Uh -huh. uh, and, and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. God's, in other words, God is not against prosperity. That's right. and, and, and there are people that are not saved that are prospering. That's right. You know, but, but your soul, because the Lord called the man that had many barns and multiple and said, look, thou fool, call him a fool. And that day his soul was, his life was in, uh-huh. It was time for him to go and stand in the presence of the Lord. And he had, he had fulfilled so many things in the permissive will. Mm -hmm. But not the divine will. You want to fulfill the divine will. And let me tell you what will happen if you if you start walking in the divine. We've been in this shutdown for you know some months, and some of us are working from home and, and different things, and you know, and so um, in the divine. You know, let me just go on and say this. I'm gonna be trying to be a little transparent here. I didn't listen to something that was brought to me in the divine. And it cost me about $45,000. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a big ouch. Big, 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 big ouch. But then when I listened to what was in the divine, it took me up past the digits of six figures. When you listen to what God is saying, and when I say past the figure, I'm not talking about the ones. You go. <laughs> when you walk in the divine, then God reveals and shows us things and, and navigates us into areas that we had not considered, that we had not thought about, or maybe we were afraid, but now the spirit of God, because we're walking in the divine, now the spirit of fear is being overwhelmed by the power of God. And so the fear subsided and we move on into the destiny in which God has called us to exist in. So God is not, God is concerned about the entire man. Now, for those that, that may hear this later or hear this in the end, is that uh, you may look and say, well, you know, I'm, I'm struggling. Listen, for those that are walking according to the will of God, the Lord told Peter this. He said, when you're strengthened, strengthen the brother. When God gives you something, you're to share with someone else. God bless you.